0: Say it one more time, amen and amen and amen, amen, amen. We're in a series of lessons for the last several weeks. In fact, this is the seventh week. We're going to be going through this uh, this series for the next... Several months, I can see, at least until the end of September, called a man in Christ. If you've been with us, a man or a woman, a man is a generic term, man, mankind. A person in Christ, a person that's given their life to Jesus Christ. And what that entails, what happened to you in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, who now you are, how God sees you. He doesn't see you as a sinner, he sees you as a saint. He sees you as a child of God, a son of God, a daughter of God. Every single thing that the scripture says, you have access to, you have access to. Every single thing that was accomplished in Jesus' death, burial and resurrection wasn't just accomplished for him, but accomplished for you. You have the ability to live a different kind of life in this natural life because you have decided to follow Jesus and become a man or a woman in Christ. We found out those words in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 that Paul says, I knew a man in Christ, whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows he was caught up to the third heaven. He called it paradise. That's what he called it. He heard things. He saw things he had never seen before. So we've, we've, we've been on this realm, for the in, the in this realm, for the last six, six weeks and seven today, uh, talking about this threefold uh, uh, person that you are, that you're not just a body, you're not just a mind, but we found out that you're you're a spirit, that the man in Christ, the woman in Christ is a spirit being, a, a spirit being that was known, we found out from Psalm 139, known In the presence of God, known in the mind of God, known in the heart of God, before you ever showed up on the earth, whenever you were born. You're you're, you're just not born uh, from a natural connection between uh, your mom and your dad, whether you knew either one of those parents or not, or those people or not. You're you're, you're actually born of God. You're known of God. And God had a plan for your life, and he still has a plan for your life. And we found out how we're going to tap into that plan. We're going to tap into that plan, not by what my body says, not by what my mind says, but what God's doing inside my heart, inside your heart, inside your spirit, your spirit man. We, we've been looking at this scripture. This is the last time we'll look at this scripture for the next, uh, until we kind of go in a different direction next week. But it's from the the, the, the passage of scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 that Paul writes to this church. And he says this. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely or set you apart completely. And may your whole, notice this whole, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul, here writing to this church, tells this church, hey guys, listen, whether you know it or not, you're not just a mind and you're not just a body, but there's a part of you that maybe you've never tapped into into before, but you were also spirit. Paul prays that your entire spirit, soul, and body would be preserved blameless before Jesus Christ comes. So that tells me that God's got a plan for my body that tells me god's got a plan for my mind my soul my mind will emotions intellect reasoning thinking capacity god's got a plan for my spirit God's got a plan for me to come through this life experience and before Jesus comes or when we rise to meet him in the air or he calls us home, that we can actually be preserved blameless. My body not jacked up by the culture and the world and given into sin and destruction. My mind not be racing with fear and negativity and worry and confusion and and hate and racism and and bitterness and negativity and, and all kinds of crazy stuff that go on people's minds and and depression i'm not against any of that i'm, I'm just saying that we can overcome that and my spirit my spirit can be alive and i can be full of the life of god full of the word of god full of hope and full of faith and, and and come on full of believe in god even before and until jesus comes so so come on god says i got a plan and it's not that you get weaker and weaker and weaker but you actually get stronger and stronger and stronger can i get an amen in the house So say it with me. We said these three things for the last several weeks. They'll be on the screen. Say it with me. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. Notice, I am, I have, and I live. I am. I am a spirit. I have, look, I have a soul. I, Gary, spirit man, Man in Christ, born of God, child of God, I possess my soul. I live, I, my spirit man, Gary, born of Christ, saved, filled with the spirit, I live in a body. And we all know, everybody, we become so body conscious and we become so mind conscious of whatever we're doing uh but we need to become spirit conscious. And so today I want to just as we put a bow on this series, I want to drill down in just a moment and look at three main ingredients about what we're talking about, what is actually in your spirit. And it can't be uh, it's almost humorous for me to even say that because we can't break down uh God who is spirit, who who we're connected with him. To just three ingredients, but I think these three main ingredients will give us a springboard and hopefully all week you'll dig in, you'll think about these three things because they'll be so easy for you to remember. We're going to make it simple and you will not forget. Listen, today we are going to be heavy, heavy, heavy in the Word of God. Can you say amen? Amen. <laughs> uh, we're going to read a ton of scripture, so you might want to write some stuff down. Here is the problem with you and with me and with every person that decides to make Jesus the Lord of their life. It's the very same problem the Apostle Paul addressed in Romans chapter 7. How many of y'all would agree that that just because you got saved, your life didn't all of a sudden become this super spiritual 100% person living for God and never encounter any kind of negative situation? Anybody beside me? Come on. You know, no, no. You're still dealing with stuff. The Apostle Paul writes to the church at Rome this very same concept. Read it with me starting in Romans 7 verse 22. Here's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, for I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. Notice this. In my inward man, this is your spirit man. In your spirit man, Paul says, I delight in the law of God. We would say, I delight in the word of God. When I read the word of God, my spirit comes alive. I delight in that. But notice what he says. But I see another law in my members. Warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin. What? Which is in my members. Paul says, I got this thing going on in me. I'm a child of God. God loves me in my inward man. I delight to read the word. I delight to come to church. I delight to pray. I delight to worship God. But there's this other two entities jacking me up. He says there's there's a war going on in me every single day. I, there, there's the law of sin that's working in me in my he calls it your members in your body in my and your body. Listen to me. I right now have the choice to do something crazy. And you do, too. I don't care how saved you is saved. But if you give your body a long leash, your body will take you down to the pit. There's a war going on. It's an it's an unfair war. It's a demonic war. It's a war that doesn't play fair. It don't care how cute you are, how much money you have, how long you've been in church and how much you can quote the Bible. If you don't do something with your members, what's going on on this body? Listen to me, that war will rage. And listen to me. Paul says that war will win. And then he says, There's a law in my mind. There's a law in my mind. My mind is the middle ground. My mind can go with my spirit. My mind, my soul can go with my flesh. Ever what I feed it, it will consume. It will eat. It will want more of it. It'll continue to desire of it if it's of the things of God. Or if it's of the things of my flesh and my members, whatever I feed it, whatever I dwell on, whatever I think about, whatever I long for, it will keep growing and growing and growing and growing in me until it either it brings victory in my life or it brings defeat in my life. There's a war going on. Paul says, my God, he says, here's an apostle writing this. What's going to happen with this guy? And he says, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Who is going to help me out with what's going on in my members in this body? And he says this. Come on, everybody. Look what he says. I thank God. Come on, somebody. (laughs) I thank God. Come on, help me in the church. I thank God. (laughs) Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, Jesus Christ is committed to helping you overcome the war. He says this, so then with my mind I serve the law of God, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. I've made up my mind, Paul says, that with my mind I'm going to renew my mind with the word of God. I'm not going to let my mind run rampant. I'm not going to let my mind run me I, spirit man, Gary, I'm going to rule my mind, my will, my emotions, my intellect, my thinking, my reasoning. I'm not going to let it go crazy. I'm not going to this war that my body, when I see something, when I, when I, all of a sudden the desire comes up for that. The new thing, the shiny thing, the, the quick thing, the sexy thing, the cute thing, the ab whatever, whatever you're dealing with. That my flesh, there's a war going on. And all of a sudden, the feelings come. The emotions come. The the, the lie of the enemy. You need this. You want this. You desire this. Nobody will know. (laughs) Everybody will know. Everybody will know. And God says, I want to deliver you from the shame, from the guilt, from the condemnation that the enemy will try to pile on you to realize there's a war going on. Every single day. There's a war feed your spirit i am a spirit i have a soul i live in a body i will not let my members dominate me i will to let my past thinking dominate me i'm going to be thinking in line with the word of god with the spirit of god so i can walk in the victory of god anybody like that in the room come on clap everybody that'd be a good thing to do right so paul says in philippians three i put no confidence in my flesh My flesh wants to do crazy stuff. I'm just not going to give any confidence in it. My outward man's perishing. The inward man's being renewed day day by day. My spirit man, I got to keep having daily renewal, daily renewal. So I said a moment ago that we want to give you three ingredients in your spirit man, Not not your mind, not your flesh, in your spirit man that will help you walk in victory. I want you to think about this all week. All week long. There'll be a test coming next No, no, no test. No test. No test. Here are the three ingredients. They all start with the letter L. So easy to remember. The first ingredient in your spirit is love. The love of God. The second ingredient in your spirit is life. Life. The very life of God. The third ingredient in your spirit is light. L-I-G-H-T. Light. Love, life, and light. We'll talk about the first two just briefly, a little bit longer with the third one, light, because I think it might be not necessarily the most important, but what I want to hit on just today as we put a bow on this part of the series so far. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, as we talk about the love of God, this might be for, for some in the room that you struggle with some stuff in this area, so this is going to help you. Paul writes and he says, the love of God has been shed abroad in my heart, in our hearts, or we would say in your inner man or your spirit man, your spirit person, the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Spirit who was given to you. The minute you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, the person the Holy Spirit came to dwell in your now born again spirit. God lives in you. And when God lives in you, also something because God is love, God's love came to dwell in in your born-again spirit. You have the capacity, listen to me, to love anybody, anytime, under any circumstance. And that is challenging. It's gonna be the most challenging in your home. If you're married or with your kids or teenagers or going through crazy relationships, God says you have the ability to love others because in your born-again spirit has been deposited My love, not a phileo love, Philadelphia kindness love, not just a a brotherly love or, you know, that we love one another, that, that, that phileo love, excuse me. Not a sexual love, that eros, erotic love that the Greek word talks about. This is an agape kind of love, the Greek word, the God kind of love. I can love others the same way he loved me. It got deposited in me. It got deposited in you. I, we all can yield to it. So listen to me. If you this morning are struggling with the love of God, thinking that you've done something that puts you on the outside, that, that you've done something to tick God off because whatever isn't working in your life isn't working in your life, that that, that, that God's distant, God's away from you. No, 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 no. God loves you with an un. Ending love. Come on, somebody. He loves you. You can receive the love of God for yourself. You can be restored in perfect fellowship and harmony with God. If you've sinned, all you got to do is ask Him to forgive you, and He puts you back in a state of righteousness, right standing with Him, like you never sinned. Listen, it's game on. All that's done. You're a new person in Christ. Old things passed away. All things have become new. Come on, everybody. God loves me. Come on, make that declaration. God loves me. Come on, God loves me. God loves me. And from that same source that he loves me, I can love other people. We can love unlovely people. We've got the capacity to walk through situations and patience and kindness and generosity. All those different uh, uh, elements of what the love of God is. And let his love change us. In your spirit, you can love. In my mind... In my mind, I haven't got a chance. I haven't got a chance. Cause, come on, you know. Come on, I know y'all. Some of y'all, I know some of y'all. That when somebody does something to you, you go, hey, "You got to come to you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you." Oh, oh, oh! You stole some money from me. You took the business deal. You did that. Okay, wait, 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 wait till the next one comes around. That's not the love of God. The love of God says, "I, I, I I'm going to forgive. I'm going to release. I'm going to give up the bitterness, the envy." I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it up, and I'm going to decide that you love me, you got a plan for my life, you're not done with my life, and I'm going to walk in God's highest, and I'm going to walk in God's best. Anybody like that this morning? John writes this. John is been, you know, known as the beloved apostle. He writes in 1 John 4, 16, we know what real love is. Notice this. We know what real love is. Hmm, that'd be good. That'd be a good tweet it's because Jesus gave up his life for us. So, so here's what it's telling me to do in my marriage. Here's what it's telling me to do with my children. Here's what it's telling me to do with relationships I'm to be, to be connected with. It's telling me if I'm going to love and it's in me, I got to give up my life. I, 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 I got to give up my life because Jesus gave up his life for me. We ought to also give up our lives for our brothers or sisters. He gave up his life for me. Okay, I got to give up my life for somebody else. I've got to give up my rights. My, my, just my opinions that alter my behavior. I've got to give up my rights. So now, as a born-again child of God, now that my spirit, your spirit's been made like his, we're one spirit with him, he dwells in me, then his love is now living on the inside of me, and what's flowing from him is now flowing to me. He's the vine. I'm the branch. What flows through him? flows through me. His spirit is my spirit. I can yield to the love of God in my life. I don't have to be negative. I don't have to be critical. I don't have to be cursing. I don't have to be, you know, angry. I can yield to the love of God because of being born again. I have access to who Jesus Christ is. Whatever you see, listen, whatever you see in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, whatever you see Jesus to be, You can be, because his spirit is in you. He's loving, he's kind, he's compassionate. He reaches out to the poor, the needy, the hurting, the affirmed. He he confronts the the, the religious people. He, he, He hasn't got much time for them, but he's overextending himself to the marginalized and the hurting. This is who Jesus wants us to reach, and this is who Jesus has called us to be. In your spirit, you have the love of God. Get it working in your marriage. Get it working at work. Get it working with your kids. Get it working. Listen, wh- wh- what do I mean by that? Yield to it. Yield to it. When I get up in the morning, I thank you, Lord, all week. Lord, in my spirit is the love of God. I yield myself today to your love working in me for my spouse, my kids, my associates at work, the people I come in contact with. I'm going to yield to the love of God. Amen, everybody. Second one we talked about is the life of God. In your born-again spirit is the life of God. What kind of life? Let's read this. First John, excuse me, John 1, 4. Jesus says this. Excuse me, John writes this about Jesus. In him was life... And the life was the light of man. It's an interesting scripture. We'll come back and we'll talk about these two things as we go on. In him was life. In Christ was life. And the life, the God kind of life. This is the word zoe, the God kind of life. It's not natural life. It's not just being born. It's God's life. It's eternal life. It was the light of men. Again, this life that's in Christ that's now in you is eternal life. Eternal life. In your spirit right now, uh, um, uh, let me say this, and I hope uh, uh, you'll understand. I'll, I'll talk about it in just a second, so we don't get anybody too confused. Is is um, I, I want us to be thinking this way as 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 maybe you're aging and the people around you are aging, and and, and they're believers that they know God. I mean, they know God. You know, you, their, their eternal destiny is set. You, you, they know where they're going and you know where they're going. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like my mom died in, 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 uh, in November last year, 88 years old. Been serving Jesus ever since, ever since I remember, right? And so when she died, listen, when she died, there wasn't a whole lot of tears. She was ready to go see Jesus, Now, do you miss her? Well, of course you miss her. Of course I miss her. But not a whole lot of tears because she said yes to Jesus. And while she's on the earth, she is living with the life of God in her. She is being changed. She's a change agent everywhere she goes. She's doing meals on wheels. She's in prayer meetings at church. She's serving the church all her whole life. She's giving, she's supporting missionaries. She's doing, she's being a blessing everywhere she goes. She's, all my kids, you know, when I was growing up as a teenager, even before I was serving God, she's on the phone counseling ladies all the time, giving of herself. So when she died, listen to me, I shed a little bit of a tear, but I'm glad I know where she is. she is living forever with the Lord listen to me Eternal, eternal life is working in you right now listen so let me say you are never gonna die eternally the outward man perishing come on everybody but the inward man is gonna keep being renewed day by day Come on, let's be thinking about eternity a little bit more than just what's going on with the crazy world. Let's be thinking about in my life right now, in my spirit, there is the very life of God. We used to sing this song, this little crazy song, back when I was, you know, first got saved. It was this, uh, um, something on the inside is working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Something on the inside. Working on it, oh, what a change. Oh, what a change in my life. I got a river of life flowing out of me. Makes a lame to walk and the blind to see. It opens prison doors, sets the captive free. I got a river of life flowing out. Then it got freaky because we're charismatic. Spring up, oh well, within my soul. Come, spring up, oh well, and make me whole. Spring up, oh well and give to me come on that life abundantly come on somebody come on that's worth come on yeah that'll be on the new album coming out it's coming out in 2087 that's when it's coming out for sure there won't be albums then anymore in your spirit man listen is a divine word to give to somebody who's weary the life of God. In your spirit, man, the life of God, to be able to get you, listen to me, to get you out of a death cycle. In your spirit, man, is the ability to combat depression and fear and anxiety and everything that would squish the very life of God and take the candle of God, the fire of God, as we sang earlier, and cause it to be no more. In your spirit, man, is God's life he says in John John says is written of Christ John 3 36 he who believes the son has everlasting life right now notice this not one day gonna have right now he who believes in the son Jesus right now you have everlasting life and John went on to say in 1st John 5 look on the screen this is a testimony that God has given us eternal life. He has given us eternal life. And the life is in his son, Jesus. He who has the son has the life. He who does not have the son does not have the life. There's no life, eternal life, apart from living with Christ. In your spirit, man, you have power source you have a life source that listen to me that will work and change your mind your soul your personality it'll work and change your body it'll bring healing deliverance it'll cause change to happen in your physical body not we, we we need to not be so looking for the outside to help us We need to be looking to the Word of God that will be eternal as seed planted in the soil of our heart and will grow up and continually bring change in our very being. The life of God is in your spirit. The life of God will change your soul. The life of God will heal your body. The life of God is everlasting life. The same God kind of life Jesus had, you have. You have. So eternal life, look on the screen, eternal life is the quality of life that begins on the earth and continues in heaven. It's not just the quantity of life. Listen to me. It's not just your living forever quantity of life. It is the quality of life. The minute you say yes to Jesus, in your spirit, man, is the love of God we talked about. In your spirit, man, is the life of God, the, the, the very hope of God. How, how, if God's life is in me, how could I be going through life, this natural life, hopeless? When eternal life is on the inside of me, I gotta think about it. I gotta find some scriptures about it. I gotta plug into that so I can say, and I can I, 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 I can get up off my, my my chair in the morning, go into the car, and, and just be thinking about, I got a river of life running out of me. Makes the lame to walk. Is that crazy person? I'm blind to see. A prison door opens. Prison door sets a captive free. Oh, I got some prisoners at work. I got some. I got some folks at work that are addicted and druggies and jacked up in their relationship, and they're thinking crazy stuff. And guess what? I got life inside of me that can help them get free. Come on, everybody! I got life in me to help them get free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. There's love in you. There's life in you, and lastly, there's light. L i g h t in you in your spirit, man. That's for the next, you know, 10, 12 minutes. Let's think about this because I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about the love of God, but I've really never had a problem with the love of God. I was raised in a loving family. My mom and dad were married their whole life. I'm sure they had disagreements and stuff, but I really wasn't a part of that as a kid. I just don't remember any of that, uh, but I know any married couple does. So I'm not ignorant of that. And, and, and I, I, when I got, when I was 20 years old, I get my heart to the Lord, and I got filled with the Holy Spirit, and man, I just realized more and more the life of God's in me, that I don't have to do what everybody does, think what everybody says, and do, that God's got a life source on the inside of me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to trust that more than other things. I mean, there's been challenges, of course, uh, but, but this last thing is, is something that I'm passionate about because I believe that we all have, have a challenge with walking by sight and not walking by faith. Walking by what we see and what we feel, our emotions and our intellect. And God says, I've got something better for you. I've got a way that I want to lead you. I want to lead you according to light. 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 We found out in in John 1, 4, in him was life, life, and the life was the light of man. In your spirit is the love of God, the life of God. And in the life of God is the light of God. Let's talk about it. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? I got, I got like a 100-watt like bulb on the inside of me? Sort of, kind of. Let's read it. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. I'm going to read you three translations. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Pump the brakes. Read it slow. Come on, take a Snapchat, you know, Get this working in you this week. The spirit of man... Do I have the right scripture there? Is that right? Proverbs 20, 27. Is that right? Okay. The spirit of man. Notice, not the spirit of God. The spirit of man. Your born again spirit is what? The candle of the Lord. The light of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of your belly. One translation. New King James. The spirit of man is the lamp of the lord we had a candle the lord we have a lamp of the lord now searching all the inner depths of his heart we had the candle and a lamp we had inner parts of his belly inner depths of his heart last translation niv the human spirit not the spirit of god not the holy spirit Your human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. On your inmost being. Your belly, not your stomach, the inner part of you, your belly, your heart, your inmost being must have light to function above this natural Realm. If you don't have light on the inside of you continually, you will be born again, but thinking, doing, believing, experiencing everything exactly the same way as somebody who doesn't know God. And God says, I do not want that for you. I want my light, my influence, my word, my spirit, my assignment. My voice, I want it loud, I want it showing, I want it revelatory inside you so you're always on point, so you know what to do, when to do it, who to do it with, what not to do, where not to go, where not to be. I want to show you, I want to lead you, I want to guide you. It is going to come to pass by my light. Can I get an amen in the room? This is your human spirit. This is your inward man. This is, the, the, this is the, the, the part of you. This is your belly. This is where the lamp of God dwells. The light of God doesn't dwell in your mind. The light of God doesn't dwell in your body. The light of God dwells in a part of you that you cannot see but is the very person who you are. You and I need to spend time Every single day, letting God's light of his word. Come on, your words are, come on, a light into my path. Come on, they're going to give direction. They're going to give influence. Your words light. I need to spend time every day and let the light in so the light will lead me. It's going to illuminate. It's going to give direction to my life. Questions are answered here. Wisdom is given here. Knowledge is, 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 is revealed here. Understanding is given here, here, as you spend time with God. And just, God, I've got this. I, I don't know if I should go to this school or not, college students. I, I, I don't know. I just sense like maybe I get around that person. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit uneasy. Guess what's going on? Your spirit, man, is showing you light Leave them alone. Don't sign that deal. Get away from that person. Don't go forward in that direction at that university. I'm going to lead you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to direct you according to your spirit man. Listen to me. It's going to take you a while until you can shut the noise down and start listening to this. But once you do, you're going to be just like what Jesus said in John 10. My sheep hear my voice, and the voice of the deceiver, they do not follow. You're going to know his voice. You're going to know the voice of the word. You're going to know the voice of him speaking on the inside of you. How how does he speak? Come on. It's like, you know, uh, is it an audible voice? No, no. Number one, through the word of God. you got to read the word because God's word is his voice. So you've got to fine tune your hearing to what he's already said, because what he already said will reveal what he wants you to do right now. He's never going to, he's never going to bypass his word. But, it, but things that you need to know from work or relationships or who to marry or who to date or where to go to school or what job to take. Of course, we don't find those in the word of God. So how's he going to reveal that light to me? When you read the word, when you spend time with him, when you just get alone with him, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten minutes in the morning and just quiet. And Lord, I've got this assignment coming up. I've got this situation. I've got a couple of different ways I can go here. I need you to lead me. Will he lead you? Yes. How will he lead you? In your spirit. How, how would it, it will become light to you. It'll become a candle to you. It'll become a yes, you should or no, you shouldn't. It'll become an inner knowing on the inside of you. Am I helping anybody this morning? Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Notice, led. Not dragged, not coerced, not beaten, led. Sons of God, daughters of God, must be led by God. Led where? Led in the part of you that's like God. Led in the part of you where God dwells, in your spirit man, in your belly, in your inner man, innermost being. Verse 16 says, the Spirit Himself, the Holy Spirit Himself, capital S, bears witness with our spirit, little spirit, you, the real you, the born again you on the inside. He bears witness with our spirit that we're children of God. This tells us we have the right, we have the ability, we have, we, we have, the, we have the, 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 the need to be led by the Spirit of God. We can know things. We can see things. We can experience things. Uh, God, God gives a picture, pictures on the inside of, of what you should do and and, and where you should go and, and, and what you should be a part of or not a part of on the inside because there's a leading, there's light. Like. It's, 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 not a, it's, it's not just this little candle that's got a little wick and it's just barely burn." No, it's a bright light that just gets brighter and brighter. And doesn't make it, listen, it doesn't mean you never make a mistake, but if you get off track, God's light will lead you right back to the path. God communicates with us, we found out, spirit to spirit. God is spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Truth of the word of God, but spirit, spirit to spirit. God's going to communicate with me and you on the inside. We have the love of God in us. We have the life of God in us and we have the light of God in our born again spirit. So Paul writes this to the same church we read earlier in the offering in 1 Corinthians chapter two. He says, now we have received, check it out. Now we have received, not one day gonna receive. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Right on the inside, I can know what God's given me. I can know who to marry, I couldn't before you get married, who to date? Come on, somebody. What what to do on the inside? I've got that knowing. I've got that. I'm, I'm not just my flesh, this war, Romans 7, going on in my body. But I want, and that's what I want. And I want her. And I and I and I want that business. And I want to go to that school. And I want that. And I want those things. And God says, if you want it bad enough, baby, you can have it. And that war. Will cause you to be imprisoned God says I got something better for you I want to lead you I want to lead you and you have right now received in your in your spirit man the very life of God so he says this in verse 16 the natural man the natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God he said they're foolishness to him how can he know them check it out because they are spiritually discerned on the inside why Man, I don't, I, it's like this war. I don't want that. But you keep telling me that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to yield to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start taking steps in that. And your love is washing over me and cleans, whatever thoughts I'm thinking. And, and your life, I, I, I sense the life of God there. I don't know why. It seems like dead end. I don't, you want me to get involved in ministry here? Am I going to serve there? You want me to? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the more I walk, The more I think about it, the more I pray about it, the clearer it becomes and I'm having spiritual discernment on the inside. In your spirit is the very same spirit of Christ. You have the same DNA as the spirit of Jesus. If you're joined to the Lord, you're one spirit with him. The Holy Spirit, himself, listen, not itself, he's not a it, he's a him, himself. Bears witness. Just I think I should do this. I, I think I should go there. I think I should apply for that. He bears witness with your spirit. He leads you from the inside. I'm just I'm just waiting for some confirmation. I'm just waiting for some confirmation. Well, you know the the Gideon had confirmation from God. You're not an Old Testament Christian. God doesn't lead you by confirmation. God leads you by your spirit. God leads you by the word. God leads you by His spirit. A man in Christ. Is a spirit, has a soul, lives in a body. A man in Christ is saying yes to God, is saying yes to his life, yes to his love, and yes to his life. Let me help you with this. This one last scripture I want to read you this morning. I've been in Psalm 16 all week. Can't get away from it. I love this psalm. It's a prophetic psalm, a messianic psalm about Jesus, but it's got application for our life. Here's where I was all week long. Man, told Pastor Kimberly this, can't get away from it. Psalm 16, verse 8. Notice what the writer says. I have set the Lord always before me. Just stop right there. I have set the Lord always before me. Before me and that decision is the Lord. Before me and that, and, and that person that I'm not supposed to be with is the Lord. But before me and my flesh is the Lord. Before me and the war going on in my mind is the Lord. Because he's at my right hand, prophetically Jesus speaking, I shall not be moved. I, sh- I, I have set, notice this is something you do. I have set the Lord before me. One translation says, I've set the Lord before my face. Before I say that, you're before me. Before I text that, you're before me. Before I go in that direction, you're before me. I've set the Lord before me. My my prayer for everybody in the room is that this week and in the coming months, until we keep, not until, but as we just keep growing spiritually, that we become more and more aware of And conscious of His presence, His Spirit, His love, His life, and His light. I I, I want to become more aware of what You want to do everywhere I go. That that, I mean, my nature is—I've told you before—I'm trying to get from here to there as fast as I can. And you know, Jesus never did. (laughs) So help me, Lord. Jesus always slow. He walked slow through the crowd. He walked slow, and he would always look around. He always see. That's what you know, like we heard this morning from. The woman with the issue of blood. Walking slow through the crowd. People touching and people talking to him. And all of a sudden there's a touch of faith. That all of a sudden power comes out of Jesus. And changed that woman's life. And that's exactly what God wants to do in you and me. That in our life we have the love of God to, to reach out to a very unloving, and in our society, people feeling in love. People feeling neglected and hurt and broken. We know they are. And we've got an opportunity right now in our community to share the very life of God with people who are marginalized and frustrated and and don't know what to do. We've got help. We've got answers on the inside. And we've got the ability to be the very light of Jesus everywhere we go and bring kingdom change to people that are away from God. Now again, we can speak a word to him who's weary. We've got the ability to give direction not just natural direction. You know, well, God bless you. you know. No, no, no. Let, let me, I believe God wants to give you a word. And you got a word in the morning from yesterday, the day before, and God's got a place for you to deposit it in somebody's life. What's he gonna do? The light of God is going to keep on leading you the love of god is going to keep on stirring you up and the very life of god is going to keep you moving forward not just for eternity but the but the quantity of life there but the quality of life here that you can live above the elements of the earth with all the worries and the anxieties and the depression and all the crazy stuff that we've dealt with even the last three years that's been going on in our society listen to me here i I know what this Nobody wants to hear this not too many people But the scripture doesn't say it's gonna get any better. It's actually gonna get worse Right, so so who's gonna make it to the finish line those that know their God come on everybody Daniel says they'll be strong and do exploits. Come on. We got anybody like that in the room today. Come on got anybody like that? Yeah, come on stand up everybody. You've been sitting for a while. Come on. The Lord's good All over the room Come on. Just bow your head close your eyes for a minute We'll pray two prayers right there where you're at. The love of God. Are you, are, are you struggling with that this morning? Just while your head's bowed, just have some self-introspection this morning. The love of God. Do you know God loves you? Do you know he sent Jesus? And wh- what else won't he give you? He loved you before, while you were a sinner. God loves you. Uh, how are you working with the love toward the people around you? that God's put in your care, your family, your friends. How are you doing with that? How are you doing with the life of God? Do you realize that you're going to live eternally with God? Do you think about that? Eternal life is working in me right now. So I can tap into that. Not just everlasting life, thank God, but the quality of life right now. I can, live a different, I can be a different kind of person. Not just naturally, but because God's life's in me. How about lastly, the light of God? That in your spirit, man, it's a candle of the Lord. It's the lamp of the Lord. In your belly, in your heart, on the inside of you, God wants to lead you. You Got some decisions this week? Got some things you're contemplating? God's light's going to guide you. It's going to speak to you, going to lead you. You can be led. There's a witness. There's a a knowing on the inside. His voice is a leading. His voice is a knowing. My sheep hear, know my voice. We prophesy that over your life. Teenagers, young adults, adults, you know God's voice. You know the voice of Jesus. You know the voice of Jesus. This morning, if you're away from God, while your head's bowed, your eyes closed, come on, just give everyone the right to privacy the next few moments. If you're not right with God, you're away from God. You know that if you were to die tonight, that you don't know where you'd spend eternity. We talked about everlasting life. You go, I don't know if I got everlasting life. I can't, I I just don't believe God loves me. Well, we we found out that he does. He does. And he sent Jesus to take your place. Well, you know, I, I just think that if you're good enough, you make it to heaven. No one can be good enough. No one can be good enough. Jesus was the only one that was perfect that took our place. And it's by his blood shed on the cross that he redeems us. And the only way to experience everlasting life is to experience and welcome the person of life, Jesus, into your heart. So all over the room, you don't know Jesus or you're away from him today. You've never made him Lord, or maybe you did before, but you went, you know, man, Pastor Gary, (laughs) I've been living some crazy kind of life. I, I know who he is, but I haven't been living for him. But today you just say, I, I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm repenting. I'm, I'm coming home to him today. If you want to be included in that prayer, come on, from the front to the back. When I count to three, just lift your hand all over the room. Come on, one, two, three. Come on, lift your hand all over the room. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for your boldness. Thanks for your courage. Thank you. Thank you. You online as well. Thank you for raising your hand back there all over the room, you that prayed this prayer, we're going to say a prayer out loud. You mix faith with it. Faith means I believe what I'm praying, God is hearing. And we're going to pray with you. So say it out loud with me, everybody. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now in Jesus' name. I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. So I believe in my heart and I say with my mouth, God raised Jesus from the dead. Be my Lord, be my Savior forever and ever. I repent, I change my mind, and I'm changing my direction. Fill me with the Holy Spirit, and I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, baby, let's clap our hands for those that prayed. Their ha- raised their hands. Come on, everybody. That's a good thing to do. Come on, heaven's rejoicing. Never get tired of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. You that raised your hand in the room. The connection card that Pastor Kimberly talked about earlier.